Hello, and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from D&D Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Campaigns, A New World, episode number six, The Tersharctopus Conclusion. In our last episode, while the nobles were interrogating Valius for his possible role in the arson in the fire on the ship, the colony was attacked by a creature that could only be described as a Tersharctopus, as it had a hard turtle-like top shell, a shark-like body, and then these long, whippy tentacles, very similar to an octopus beneath it. It had used these tentacles to drag itself onto the beach behind the scuttled ship, so its presence was not known immediately. And by the time that a cry of alarm had been shouted, at least one civilian was already in its deadly grasp. So the PCs, including Valius, rushed to fight the creature, and we are going to pick up right where we left off mid-battle, so you will get to hear the exciting conclusion to how this battle played out. And then there is a little bit left over in the episode where there's some great roleplay moments, at least in my opinion, between some of the PCs and the NPCs of the colony. There are some doubts about people in the positions that they're in, and you get to see some true leadership coming through for some of the characters. And, you know, I'm just not, I'm not, just not going to spoil the end for you. I hope you stick around all the way. And I hope you enjoy the episode. So please, uh, thanks for listening. And here is the campaigns, A New World, Episode 6. It's your Sharktopus Conclusion. Can you get a turn? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I kind of skipped you. you because I ate you. You weren't <laughs> dead yet, so yes, you do get so a turn. As, it, as he's pulling me out, can I try to like put some, like, a short sword into the thing as he's dragging me out? The sure. Credit? So you're making it harder for him to drag you out. <laughs> oh, he critted. So I already know this. I had some forethought. Okay. Yeah. Will you wait? Are you gonna Are you gonna let me say that I activated my oath hammer? You you want to. Yeah. Remember how your oath hammer works. Oh. Or you had the de- you sort up while you. You gotta be yeah, make sure that's what you want to do because it looks like the creature's kind of running at this moment. Okay, then no. Does everybody have mm-hmm. one magical weapon? Everybody has at least one magic something. Because I, oh, do I don't. You you do. I just don't know. That. You just don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't either. Mm-hmm. No, no, you, no, no. In in mm-hmm. true terms, you do, but if you haven't created it yet, but everybody got at least one thing. All right, I got some motion miss. I had fourteen. Okay. You you were unable. You, Travis, the player, thinks that's really cool. Jack, the character, just got ate by a fucking sharkopus. <laughs> so attacking it from the inside, last thing on your mind. First thing on your mind is changing your pants when you get out of here. I gotta get out of his mouth. Yeah. All right, Durin. Okay, I see Jack come out and he's okay, but he's got well, a two. He's oh, not, okay, not exactly he's spring daisy here, but... I'm not trying to meta game, but I want to know if well, he looks like to he needs that, to that be. Valius has cast healing spells twice already, so you'd be able to sense that if it wasn't for Valius' spells, Jack would already be dead twice, twice. over. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very that's what thrilled. I get. Well, you know, I kind of I feel bad I wasn't paying as much attention to that side, but that's kind of what has happened. There's a lot going on. Our I battle firewall. We don't necessarily. Well, our firewall. See so there's Blaine and myself on this side, and then there's those guys on that side, and I kind of. So right really now know. the creature has turned completely around, and it sort of swallowed him on the way. It looks like it's actually trying to run away and get back into the ocean. I want to run up to it and hit it with my flail. Roll your attack. Fuck. <laughs> your, you hold flail on, hold with on. your flail. That, that good? Flailing uh, weak. 12, uh, 15. Let's just call that to a hit. fail. Okay. Of a flail. 
Uh, <laughs> you attack it with your fail. A fail, a fail flail. flail. All right. Blaine. Blame. You see Durin ineffectually swing his flail. It appears the creature is very resistant to damage because of the turtle shell. So unless you can get underneath it or really into the sides, regular weapons aren't very effective. You know that already because you hit it. You kind of expected it to die, and it didn't. Um, We are using bloodied, though I actually like the term staggered better. I'm stealing that from 13th Age. So when a creature is at half its hit points, it's staggered. This creature is not staggered. All right, my hammer has been heating up in the firewall, and it's red hot. And then I'm going to, what? I'm just... Wait for you to tell me what you're going to do. Uh, <laughs> and he's, uh, Sammy to, uh, Sosa, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point Calling to the, the upper deck. Oh, man. Um, Getting cocky. So it's turned around now. You're looking at its ass, not its face anymore. Mm. He's going to shove it up. What's the bot? Like, is there like a chur- bottom of a turtle shell that I a can see like, on the sides? No, no. The, the, the top of its body is like bony and plated, so it's mm-hmm. not truly like a turtle it's shell. Oh, okay. It's just the top of the shark it's is like shellish. No, I do like your picture. <laughs> is there any uh, thing? Is there any spot that looks different to me? Like, like a weak Obvious spot? Weeks. Romeo and Helen, or spot check, I should say. Thirteen. Uh, no, you can't see anything that stands out as as particularly weak. Or... Uh, I'm just gonna swing for the the bottom of it, like an uppercut. Okay. Try and flip it over okay. onto its back. It's turtles on their back. Ah, uh, yeah, there you look at that. Yeah. So what what happened there? He's gonna try to golf swing it and try to flip it over. <laughs> oh, turtle up, back. turtle up, bitch. Why well, would I imagine um, would be? Oh. Oh no, I didn't activate it. Twenty, which doesn't hit. That is not quite high enough. We got to roll over a twenty to hit this thing. Yes. Man, that really. He's at a plus with force damage. Six or seven. I mean, all you guys have pretty significant. Yeah, I was gonna say mine's a plus seven to attack. So you're actually hitting it. You're just not hitting hard enough to do damage. It's got like three. I have no way to flip this thing, and I don't want to restrain. Are you sure you don't have any way to flip it? I guess I can transform into a bear and attempt to. I mean, I have a dagger. I don't think that's going to give me a lot of leverage with it flipping a. Uh, but then I have to transform back. That's a pretty minor, that's a minor action. Transforming. What is the largest creature I can turn into here? I believe a bear. So, okay. All right. So I'm going to hold. Okay. Hold in the action. So we'll flip you over. Wait, that's not I want to wait. Get this thing flipped over before I. All right. It's now the it guards' down. turn. They are going to fire their bows. Tink, oh, tink, 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 tink. One tink. of them gets lucky. Gets a shot that goes into the fin and does a little bit of damage. <laughs> All right. It's the Tertractopus. It's going to roll. I feel like I didn't get it. Oh yeah, I yeah. missed. That's why. All righty. Somebody flip this mofo. I can't wait for tomorrow. Dustin's gonna. I'll just leave that up to you, Michael. When Dustin's gonna say, "So what happened in D and D?" And I'm gonna say, "We fought a a shark to this." (laughs) You should show him the picture. This is what we fought. Yeah. Look at that. What do you think of that? Ah, ah, Custom artwork. All right. Because he asks every after every game, he's like, "Is it like a mocking sort of, uh, or just?" No, he kind of is interested in following along in the story. He's like, "So what happened last night?" Yep. I was gonna say, I'll I'll just leave it up to you to 
decide when you you don't need to do that, Michael. Okay. So it's actually going to make some multiple attacks here because you, it's kind of surrounded. So it's going to make a squid arm attack against Valius with a 20 versus armor class. That will hit. Okay. It's going to make a tentacle attack against Durin with a 9. And then it's going to make a bite attack against Blaine with a 22 versus armor class. I think I'm the only one that's even attacked so far. All right. You take 8 points of damage and you are grappled. It, it has you... It doesn't lift you off the ground, but it has you grappled. Blaine right. takes 21 points of damage as it bites you. And it is now Valius' turn. I'm Credit, grappled. we're back to the top so you can jump in. I'm grappled, more. you said? Yes, you are grappled. How so, you saw it pick something up earlier, but right now it's not picking you up. So, you're still in melee range. How close is Blaine to me? He's on the opposite side of it. So, if it picks both of you up in a minute, you'll be next to each other. Flip it. Air. Flip you kind of heard a. I would like to uh, try to stop the tentacle oh. itself. Oh, actually, I would like. Is removing grapple a strength? Uh, it's a strength versus dex. Or basically, if you pick strength or dex, it picks which one it wants, and it's a roll off. So you pick your ability, strength or dex. It picks I'll try to escape. That's what okay. I would naturally do. Uh, dex, 16. All right. You successfully wiggle out. Is that my full action? I'll say you can still attack if you'd like. I will still attack in. Well, I don't know. What, I, do I know what has happened to Blaine? That's the question. Well, probably not, because the size of it, you probably can't even see Blaine. Yeah, no okay. You're this close. I mean, this creature's like a. I will bear. attack. I will try to attack. How many tentacles does it have? It has. Um, it has six that are the big ones, and it has a whole bunch of little ones. I will try to just stop it. Okay. I imagine it's about the size of your house, isn't it? No, 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 no. It's, it's like the size of a Cadillac. Oh, so it's not that big. Well, I was thinking like your house big. All right, Jack. All right, does it notice me? You don't know if it notices you. Now. There's there's four people around it now yeah. that are all attacking it, so it's not. Focused Can I do a one. sneak attack on it? Yes. Okay, I'd like to do a sneak attack. Technically, well, that's true. Actually, you guys would have it flanked. To remind me of that, you guys should have advantage on your attacks. So was I? So for you, that means you have to voluntarily give up advantage. So you roll with one. D20 instead of two, and if it hits, then you get to do a damage. You get to do sneak attack. But you guys would have advantage on the attack because you guys okay. have a point. Sorry. Okay. Yes. I rolled um, a three for Durin. anybody listening. I'm going to cast a spiritual weapon. If you cast a spell next to it, it gets to attack you for free because you're in melee range. So cast, you can still do it, but it gets a chance to hit you. If it hits you, there's a chance the spell does not work. Can I say something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed to have more of a reaction to fire than um, melee attack. Yeah. Oh, I just even a magic melee attack. Melee attack. Melee. It's just these are guaranteed. Uh, I I don't have any powerful fire. I'm just thinking that even a even a, a guaranteed hit might be a waste if it's not it doesn't need, it might hit guaranteed hit it but not hurt it. Well. All right, what you doing? But if you can't do anything else, then, because that's all I can yeah. do. I'll uh, I want to try and hit it with my flail one more time. Okay. Twenty six. That hits. So. You're all one. Six. Go ahead and roll another d twenty because you ha- you do have advantage. So oh. You could potentially crit. Crit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how much you did six damage total? Uh, yeah. There's a. <sighs> I thought I had something. I can activate my thing now and use 3d6. Right. So 
So if you want to add that on top, you yep. can. Six. So 15 more. 15. Yep. Got it. Okay. Blaine. I'm going to head and take my turn. Okay. Oh, Sorry. time out. That's you. We're in on your parade. He's yeah. swooping in. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cast web, but part of it's going to be in the fire. It's going to burn the webs. Okay, so and basically you're, you're intentionally <clears throat> attaching to the fire to yeah. cause it to do fire damage. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Exactly what's going on here. And Do you have to roll the web? Mm, no, it's probably concentration. A, uh, concentration means you can okay. keep it up. So it's probably well, a saving throw, I would guess. Yeah, it's a good dexterity. It succeeds. Or you succeed, it fails. So it's web, but it's instantly on fire, so we it's like a flash fire. Yeah. Which what does that do for damage? The Burning area of the web does 2d4, but the wall of fire has its own damage too. I'm not sure how you. It would be 2d4, because if the wall isn't actually doing it, just, you caught the webbing on fire. Okay, so. 5 points of damage. Okay. So you guys see this sort of magical web, just like a net, falling out on top of the back end of the shark, but it's touching the wall of fire, so it just sort of, like a silly screen, just flashes up. And the creature, actually, because it's on its butt, it, it almost like jumps forward a foot when that happens. It's going heading forward. It's heading How forward close is it to the fire? If it's within 10 feet. No, no, it's, it's, further, it's actually getting further from the fire. I had taken it. Right. Yeah, let's Blaine. put it back there. You do have advantage on your attack. It doesn't creative. matter if you already have advantage on your attack. You don't get double advantage. Four. Nothing. Uh, misses. Guards will take their pot shots. And they do so ineffectively. Alrighty, the Tershoctopus goes, it takes its uh, save against the creature, or against the spiritual hammer of Morden. And now it's got... You got out of the temple, correct? Correct. Alright, so it's going to... Tentacle Blaine for the 23. It's going to bite Blaine to miss. It's going to Tentacle Durham. So you were tentacle blamed for three more points of damage, and you are grappled. I thought you said it missed. I attacked you twice. It hit once, missed. Three, three damage. Three damage, and you are grappled. Melius, you do have advantage if you attack it because you guys kept melee since you're on both sides of it. It appears to be heading towards the ocean. Like you kind of think if you just get out of the way that it's just going to run. So do I consider that it's surrendering, or that it's escaping? Escaping. This is going to be just like the city where nowhere's safe. So we're going to be like, we got to get off the beach and then we'll go in the woods and then I will, I will stop it. <laughs> 500 foot grizzly bear is going to attack I us. I created Critical hit. So again, you see you do full maximum damage. If you have deadly strike, which I think you do, I do. then you basically you get to double your damage. So 19. And then you get to roll your damage as if you were rolling it to start with. So you would roll double damage. 19, uh, 27. Altogether 27? Yep. I don't have the, pl- the plus damage modifier twice, do I? No. <clears throat> no, that's just the one time. Are you a dwarf fighter? Halibut. Jack. I will try to... Running away. Sneak attack it. Alright, so again, you get advantage if you, if you just intentionally give up that, then you do a regular attack. If it hits, you get your sneak damage. Yes. For a 21 to hit. Misses. What we need to hit? 26 so far has hit. And a crit. And, and a, a crit and a, So you know it's higher than a 21. And it 
Lower than the 27. Durin. Wow. I'm just going to cast Sacred Flame at it. Again, if you cast, it gets a chance to smack you for free. Then I will just attack it with my flail. So you can do that. You just have to disengage. So you're, you're kind of you're going to basically take one round. Or you could just run away, let it take its free attack. If it misses, then I'm I'm okay with the where I'm at okay. as of right now. I just don't want you to feel like because I kind of feel like the battle has evolved now to it's just we're all attacking it, yes. which is fine. But if you guys want to try to think of some creative stuff like again turning it over is a good idea. That might be helpful at that point. You do have advantage, so you can roll oh. twice. I keep forgetting about that. He rolled a one. And yeah. you I rolled even worse that time. No, I rolled a seven. Credit. And a six. And if it's retreating, I'm going to let it go. Okay. I don't see any need to. As far as you can tell, it is, but it doesn't seem like the other guys are letting it retweet. Retweet. <laughs> retreat. I, I, I'll attempt i got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, letting it talk, but I'm going to attempt to communicate with them. I know this hasn't been. Okay. Hashtag, oh, shit. <laughs> Hashtag, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your, and then we'll take a five-minute break here. Hashtag fuck. No. No. Hashtag Tershark. What is it? Blaine, go ahead and take your turn. Tershark to puss soup. Hashtag Tershark to puss. It's tasty. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. So, on the next turn, it's the creature's turn. Your Morden spirit thing is going to hit it again. It's continuing to run forward. If you guys all want to take a free attack, you can, because it's now just straight running. I want to try and flip it over again. Okay. So, everybody gets a free attack. If you guys don't stop it, kill it, or flip it on this turn, it's going to make its way back into the ocean. God, he, didn't flip it. He, he didn't attempt to flip it yet. Yeah, no, he was thinking about it. I can't just double flip damage. it. You guys want to take flip it? Flip it. just let it go. It's trying to get back into the ocean. I, I need to. Go. We need to study this thing. I will let it go. I will step back. I've been inside this thing, and it's really made me mad. So <clears throat> I want to do something. We need to eat. Yeah. And At least study it. I want flip it. That, that's what I want to do. This I want is... to, like, ram it with my shoulder and try and flip it. Okay. Would that be plus strength? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen, well, so... Well, there's always a chance. It could be. A... When... No, a 19. Sorry. Fortunately, that chance was smaller than Did it at that. least rock a little bit? Yeah, it, it, it shimmied, definitely. Okay. Almost like an electric slide, actually. It's it's sashayed a little bit to the left when you it's get it. skirted through the sand. Slides a bit. to the yeah. left. You got a concussion so bad that you oh, wait, I have, think that I have you think that you knocked it over. Roll a second one. Sure. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Mike's so positive. No. Okay. Last. All right, Duran, you're pretty much the last one to go. Oh, wait. If you guys I can't, I can't oh, move oh. it again. Well, this is on its turn. It's it's okay. running, so they all get a free attack since it's running yeah. away. Uh, oh, but at the end of its round, it's going to got, have gotten back to yeah. the ocean. So I have no chance to web it right now. Yeah. Unless Durin can do something to stop I it. will cast Inflict Wounds as a level 3 spell for my last level Does that spell. happen to have some sort of slowing effect? No, but I get to roll 5d8 and All hopefully right. do some okay. damage. <laughs> I'll roll it save, which it fails. One. Roll the one to start with. This is good. Can I take that back? <laughs> 16 points of damage. Alright, so you guys see the creature, it really does sort of stumble to the side as it is now staggered from that last attack and it's somewhat disoriented. So because of that, I will let you guys all get one more free round. We need to get this thing. If you want to attack it, I want to 
I want to rally the rest of the people on the beach. Okay. And hopefully be like, look, it's not as much of a danger anymore. We need to eat. So now we need to kill it. Because There's a lot of sashimi here. We can hollow its shell out and turn it into a house. It's a house. Wow, that's a small 14. 14. It's the size of a cat. So there's a couple of the guards that, that like, run, yeah, and then when they don't see that everyone else is excited, they are But they're they're at yeah, the tipping point of getting to this creature's tipping point. Come on! Uh, so you need you need something. You need yeah. some little spark One, to push them over eight. the edge. Okay, then so do a do a crit battle cry again, and the whole 200 people jump at it. <laughs> so you were first to go. I yell, and it goes. I see no. I see no need to kill it. Okay, Jack. Aww. You you can hear Blaine is trying to rally. He's trying to get all the guards to rush in. Yeah. And been to try to flip it over or to kill it because it's staggered. But you, what would you like to do? And some of the guards seem like they want to help. They're yeah, they're close, but they're not sure. They need some more encouragement. All right, I'll I'll, I'll encourage them with some words of wisdom and tell them that this would be a good source of food and. We need to stay this creature and kill it. This creature started the fire in the holes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I want to tell him. He's saving the... All right, roll me a charisma check here. It will be a 19. 19, all right. So Jack has a little bit more away with the words. You have the pure energy. He has sort of the slickness. And finally, the guard like, drives it on him. Food! And, and start the fire! The ones with the halberds. Actually, start rushing forward on their turn. They're going to try to use their halberds as leverage and get underneath it. Yeah. But it's still your turn. You can take an action. I'll try to sneak attack it. Okay. You still have advantage, so purposefully give it away. You get your sneak attack. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I do have an ability that gives me advantage, anyways. Okay. But. Ooh, critted. Thank That's God. the third crit against this creature. All right. So it's maximum damage, okay. including sneak attack. So that's 46, so that's 24. 24 plus your regular short sword damage. Which is 1d8. Okay. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know what it is. Should be a d6, I think. Yeah, yeah, 1d6. So, so it's about, that's 30. 30 plus your strength. 3. Actually, no, we want dex. Dex, 5. So 35. 35. And now you roll <laughs> 1d6. You don't get to roll the sneak attack damage again. Uh, 5, so 40. 44 is the damage. That is... Yeah, even. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not chump change. Yeah, that, that's not nothing. That's not a sneeze. All right, Durin. Jack takes his short sword and finally hits that sweet spot he's been going for right behind, behind that last tentacle. And the creature already staggered, starts to let out this sort of screeching moan. <laughs> its, its tentacles are flailing in all various directions. And the guys like in Braveheart are <laughs> they're running in with their halberds. <laughs> Freedom! Freedom! <laughs> Sushi! I want to, like... Sling back my flail and take my shield and pop it, pop one of its tentacles out of the way, and hopefully hit it on one of these days. Fourteen plus seven, twenty-one. But you have advantage. I get to roll one more time. Though. Yes. <laughs> try it. Weapon. Okay, so you're just going this time. Just try to hold it down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Say dex. All right, it fails. So for the moment, it actually flattens out, and it's captured by the ground. Now, the only thing is the guys are going to run in and try to flip it over, and now they can't. I've got one more Because you left. left it. Yeah. Blank. The creature is actually laid out, put a, pushed out like this web holding it down at the moment. I'll just, just try to deal damage to it, I guess. All right. 
All right. So just for the sake of moving things along, between your web and the guards finally rushing in and sticking their halberds under it, they're going to be able to leverage it and get it flipped over. And it's going to flail around and it's going to probably hurt some people, but you are going to be able to eventually kill it at this point because of it getting on its back. And again, once it's on its back, it's, it is still an aquatic creature. And then on top of that being on its back, it's pretty much host at that point. It's going to die from so the octopus is underneath. Yes, yeah, so if your octopus is just like a turtle when it's on its back, it's pretty much screwed at that point. So about another 20 minutes of just beating up on this thing. A few black eyes later. A lot of people, the halberds are just chopping at the tentacles. So that once the tentacles are cut off, that's basically all of its attacks. I thought you might have it squirt black, black ink at us. It, well, if it got into the water, it was going to do that as an escape, but it's not an effective <laughs> aerial so there is like a big puddle of black goo surrounding his it, ass. As right it, 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 it pisses it, it, itself. It itself. Yes. So eventually, huzzah! The beach erupts in just adulation and excitement and just sort of a crazed fervor as this is the first win so far. They came through the ship, storm, fire, deaths, people die, you know, foods got ruined. There's a giant monster the size of Godzilla on this island. So finally, everybody has a win, and they're actually very, very excited about that. And, and particularly Jack and Blaine, you get a lot of pats on the backs and, and excitement. And <laughs> I, I want to. I mourn the beautiful creatures. To... I want to say if <laughs> I'll an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> what is up with this? Fucking dwarf over here. I've got a bad attitude. Go to church. <laughs> I want to say a few more words. Like I want to. Such a damn diva. Congratulate everybody that took part, and I don't want to shun anybody that didn't, but I want them to see like the praise that they're getting and hopes that they'll be quicker to act when needed next time. Okay. As a group, we're more. Since it took twenty minutes for them to kill it, I'm not wearing my armor and I have all my gear on. Okay. <laughs> So no you, longer nipped. So you went back and got everything. Okay. So so people, so actually, uh, Tredic, that probably would be your area of expertise as well as a cryptozoologist, uh, trying to figure out what part of this creature is edible or particularly poisonous. So you, you, you're, you're in the process of doing that, and it becomes very... Studying it. It becomes very readily apparent that the reason it was climbing onto the beach was to lay eggs, as it has a full egg Told you. Go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. Good thing, being a doctor, I know that now that the mother's dead, the babies are not viable either because they weren't born. Sweet babies taste good. Imagine that. Baby you mean eggs, right? Baby turshoctopuses. <laughs> okay. okay. I thought it maybe I had a lure, but it's... You actually use wisdom. Actually, it would be wisdom for you. All right. Say uh, 24. Based on this creature's physiology and its nature that it is acting in a lot of ways like a sea turtle, you would be very surprised if there were not more of them that will also be coming within a window of time. So there's a good chance that... Because it's that time of that, year. Yeah, so there's a good chance there's a whole bunch of these are going to be coming onto the beach. Gentlemen! Getting up in the trees just sounds like a great idea. We stumbled upon the Tershoctopusin. Is it Tershoctopi? There you go, that's the plural form. What's the Latin? Is it a flock of... Or a herd of... A flock of Tershoctopi. There's a lot... There's a lot of damn Tershoctopusin coming this way. There's a gaggle of Tershoctopusin. It'll be a school, most likely. Oh, sorry, excuse me. A, a school, school of Tershoctopi. Because it's aquatic, so you have to assume. 
Anyways. These right. things don't taste good, then we're going to be... <laughs> I'll I'll spend my last it, and this my last the, spell of the day on purifying the uh purify food and drink. So I'll I'll purify the creature if it was toxic or poisonous okay. and it renders toxin and okay. poison free. I wanna I wanna grab a piece of like flesh that's hanging off <laughs> and dude. bite into it. Just to as more of the <sighs> show. Like okay. to just to show like show that you're, you're like that you are an orc. Your do, your dominance over it. Our dominance over this place. Like we're gonna do it. We're gonna survive. <laughs> Alright, roll me a D twenty. I forgot that he was there. <laughs> He's dead. It's, it's, a constitu- it's a constitution roll. Plus anything? Or just No, just straight D twenty. An eight. Okay. So you rip off a hunk of his flesh and you bite into it and it's, it's really chewy. You it's really eat. chewy. So you're really just trying to, you know. He's like, like, and it's really salty, and there's some of that water that kind of seeps out. That's that really acidic water, but it's not not acid. It's not gonna burn you. But and when no one doesn't taste, and no one's looking, and turns, you don't show it very like you. You kind of start just showing your like a little bit, but maybe that wasn't the best idea. But you force through it, my guy. Yeah, you do it right. And at the end, there's like a little bit of hanging off of your tusk that you don't know about so for like the rest of the day you're walking around. <laughs> he sm- he smells like dead. So a couple hours go by and you along with some of the other animal people start to dissect the food. And one thing that you know is that because of um, the nature of seafood, you have a limited time before it's going to start to spoil. Uh, so you do have the eggs, which will be viable for a couple days. But, you know, uh, we'll have to little- smoke it. Myself and both in the So basically, you do you start a fire and you start like on the beach. It almost turns into like a luau. Like you're cooking and people are coming. They're eating the food throughout the course of the whole day. Uh, sorry, and the, it actually tastes pretty good. Like it, it's got a calamari rubbery. It's got a gamey that. taste to it, but it it doesn't taste bad and it's very full of protein. Like it's very protein rich. So it's definitely and one of these things only costs us like three people. But this one only costs one. Recipe. So there is that side of it as well, which Durin would be part of, as well as uh, Valius if you want to. There was a death. So there's a half of a person. Like as you're cutting the thing oh, up, yeah. the top part of Harold. Half of Harold was inside the Tershoctopus. So you I will mourn the death of the So you mourn the death, you provide no, last rites. No, so here's a question for I provide nobles. last rites. What what do you do with the body? Because so far no one's gone into the forest. Do you want to bury it in the sand or do you throw it into the sea? Buried in the sand. Alright. Well, uh, <laughs> I want to bury dead where you're Well, we're not gonna be building a town right here. While they're doing this, can I take the shark to put his tooth out and uh, turn it into a necklace? Yes. Or you can start on that. It may be a little while before how, you're how big is this? Oh yeah, it's it's about the size of the dinner plate. Okay, I, I want to turn into a necklace. Okay, more like a chest plate for you. It's actually kind of armor at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a shield. It's a shield. <laughs> you have a two shield. All right. So or a after this already starts to come down, like Gunther and Maven actually walk back up and they start. So we need to resume our questioning of the prisoner because despite his heroics here, we still have unanswered questions. And Jason kind of shuts them down. He's like, No, listen, I know this oh. guy. I'll he's stand up too. He's under my protection. He's not, and you guys need to back to my car. So Maven gets all puffy. He looks at you he's like Jack. Come with me, and he sort of pulls out his toy <laughs> and, and pulls you out of the group. Well, you're not playing with my toy in your sandbox. Yeah. 
I'll, All right, so Valius, what would you like to do to start? So this is what's kind of happening. Who want to come back to you? Uh, well, I, I want to bury the body. Okay. Perform, perform last rites. So this is actually already happening. You've already buried the body. This is like Have we after. already tried to shackle him again? No, we're... no. No. Like, no. like as soon as things, like basically Maven and Gunther went hid, and once they realized that everything was over, that's they when they came, kind of came back out. And So I will talk to J Jason and say, what's next? Well, I think it would be best if you work with Durin as another man of the cloth, so to speak. We are going to be trying to build a temple. And I think that um, there are, there's about, out of the 200 people, there's probably about 15 to 20 dwarfs total, not counting you two. So there's a very small dwarfish population right now. But there's a chance that <laughs> there's a small dwarfish population. That's got <laughs> that. That <laughs> um, there might be a call don't, for don't more than religious rites. So if you want to set up like services as well, basically Dorian is going to open a church. Or I will temple. say, I believe the first temple should be tomorrow then to help us build and renew our presence here. The majority of the people will follow Paylor. Start walking away. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. He's the only one that shows You're dealing with the body. Services. You're... What are you doing, Darren? Oh, I was going to assist Valius in that. What's your name? Duran. Duran with a... A D, D at the end, but it's... There's a lot of soft it's a, vowels It's a soft vowel, Duran. Duran. So it's not after. It's not before. It's Duran. Where do you Durin. hail from, Duran? Oh, boy. I can't remember my whole... Blah, blah, blah. That's the mountains. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's build we... Let's build a temple tomorrow then first. Well, by build a temple, they can set up a tent. I know. That's services. what I'm doing. Okay. All right. Blaine. So what if it's a shared temple the, of... We're open to our all day. faiths. What are your... What is... Do you have any religious symbols on you? Uh, well, I did... Go, I'd have to open up my... Email. I kind of want to... I haven't read it in a couple I, of weeks. I want to... Hmm. Where do... Um, Why you're thinking... I know, they're freaking everywhere here. Kylos starts walking towards you. He's the ship's captain. And Abram start walking towards you. We're from different sides. And you get the feeling that both of them want to speak to you privately. So you kind of have that situation. Which one would you... Like, they don't walk up I'll to start... hey, speak to you, but they just both sort of like... <clears throat> I'll... Pretend that I saw uh, Kylos first, and I start walking towards him. Okay. So he kind of pulls you just aside a little bit. Like 10 feet away. There's still like, it's almost like a, again, like a luau. There's a lot of stuff going on on the beach. He's like, he just kind of whispers to you, you need to be careful. You're making some enemies, and I don't want to see you get hurt. So just watch your back. And then he sort of walks on. He tries to do it really quickly, so he doesn't, you get the feeling he doesn't want to be seen talking to you. And then Abram. Well, yeah, he says could, could we talk privately for a few minutes? Sure. Okay. So he, again, pulls you aside somewhere kind of off to himself. The new guard captain. Yes. And he talks to you, and, and he starts off by talking about the battle. And he's giving you a lot of praise. And he's like, wow, you know, I, I was can't believe what, how heroic and how brave you were. And, and you get the sense that he's struggling to start a conversation. Like, he probably as Evan have seen that before where people are like, you know they want to talk to you about something, but they're just not sure. And you get the feeling like he's he's just trying to figure out how to work that in to conversation, but he's not doing a very good job of it. I'll say, hey, let's have a seat. Okay. That kind of puts him a little bit more calm, but he's still hesitant. Mm -hmm. Is there something else that you're wanting to say to me or ask me? He takes a really deep breath, kind of blows it out. He's like, I don't think I'm right for this. 
I don't think I can lead the men like you led today. I think I think you should Service be the guard captain. Service of Paylor. If you weren't the guard captain, what what do you think you'd be do? What would you be doing? I mean, I still. Well, sure, want Jack to be a guard, should be the guard captain. Guardsman, like I've dedicated my life to that. I'm just politician. Like I just don't have it in me. Like I don't. Maybe I could learn it, but I'm just. I'm afraid that. I'm afraid I'm not going to do a very good job. And we need people right now that can do a good job. And I just don't think I'm that person. Was he um, self-promoted or was he no, a he, volunteer? He or basically was he, he was. He was a member of the the guard, so he's a soldier, mm -hmm. a, a professional soldier, and he was a lieutenant. He, he had a captain that would have been on the other ship that blew up. So basically, he's like field promoted. He was the highest ranking officer mm -hmm. alive, which in this case was one of the smallest groups, 20 soldiers. He's kind of like a squad leader. So he, this is a huge promotion in terms of like title, but he's still only over 20 guards. You know, perspective wise, it's not really changed, but he has the authority now and, and the responsibilities of a captain, which he wasn't prepared for. <laughs> Well, I don't think that in our current situation it's a good idea for me to, who has has not been part of the guard or part of an part of the army, or to all of a sudden assume command over all these men. So my suggestion would be either volunteer volunteer to step down, and another guardsman will be promoted. Or stay in the position that you are, and I'll gladly help you or mentor you or do whatever I can kind of behind the scenes. But I don't think it's a good idea for me to step into your shoes. What do you think I should do? Like, who is you? Should I step down or should I just stick with it and hope I don't get anybody killed? This is a... a the most serious situation any of us has ever been in and every day is life or death. So if you don't think that you're going to do a good job or make the right decisions, then you should step down. Okay. Thank you. Kind of gets up, dusts his pants off, and he, he walks away kind of off to himself a little bit further down the beach. Because he's probably still wrestling with that decision. He doesn't know what he wants to do yet. But you get the feeling he's probably going to step down. Or we'll find him hanging. Or we'll find him hanging on the Alright, so is there anything else in particular you guys want to do this night? Uh, I'll handle what happens with you separately. We'll kind of with do it Mabel. Again. Yeah, but basically he's going to pull you aside for a little while and then you're free to go about your business again so you can rejoin the festivities if you want. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's probably what I'd do. Okay. Still kind of be a shadowy figure. So I'm not much to be, uh, I'm not much of a person to be like in front of everybody because, you know, I'm kind of a rogue stealthy character. So even like when I was inspiring the troops to attack the Tersharkadin or Tersharktopus, whatever, and like that was like really me stepping out of my shell, so to speak. Okay. Like that's not normally me, like to inspire group people and get a bunch of attention on myself. So even at a party, like you probably wouldn't really notice me unless I want you. Like a wallflower. Yeah. Okay. Or just sneaking, or like sneaking around the edges and maybe talking to a few of these guys because they were in the battle with me, so I feel more comfortable around them. Yeah. All right, so Tredic, so you once you've basically carved up this animal and you find that it, it essentially has the anatomy of a shark with octopus tentacles and a turtle top shell. So it's mostly shark, so it's pretty easy to cut it in fillets. There's a lot of meat. It, it doesn't feed everyone, but it 
again, that luau style, luau style of food, pretty much everybody can get a bite or two of it. Uh, so it's it's going to go pretty fast, but there's a lot of meat. If you were to preserve it properly, one of these things could probably add a good two or three days worth of meat to the overall rations. And you are pretty sure that there's going to be more coming shortly. Also, I want to go around the party and find somebody who's skilled in making armor to help me create my tooth into a part of my armor. I was saying it, should be, it should be a dagger. There are a couple blacksmiths. There's a one that's a dwarf and then four human blacksmiths. I'm thinking it should be a Tershoctopus dagger. Well, maybe I should talk to them and see what they recommend for... I, br- I brought a blacksmith. If we have enough time, I want to see if I can carry out one more thing after all this is done. Okay, and there are more, because they actually killed the creature, there's obviously there's a lot of teeth. Yes. You would have the ability to do more than one thing, but I think that one, because it was still embedded in your chest, yes. has a sentimental value. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to do two things, you could probably wrangle another shark tooth from somebody. Okay, but this one particular, I want to create it into something that I can actually use on a daily basis. I think an axe. That would, that's what I would go with. Can rogues use axes? Sure. Not, not sneakily, but, you know. <laughs> I, I, Sneak I think, attack with my axe. <laughs> I think when, when the next day they're like, I think this man was stabbed to death by a shark, Tershoctopus. <laughs> Who do we know that has a Tershoctopus dagger? Hold <laughs> on. Uh, well, actually, 17 people do because they touch all the teeth. All right. It's become a very popular weapon. All right. Tretic, so after you've done your duty with the... Uh, actually... Carving the body, and you've communicated that we need to be vigilant because there's a chance more of these are coming. Well, Polynesians what would, would you like put to? tiger shark teeth on the ends of clubs, and it was a weapon. So I'm saying, basically yeah. make like an axe head out of it. It'd be perfect. But Brought to you by like Rob like Trivia. Yeah. Whole... <laughs> so I have communicated that there are more of these things. Yeah, or that I think based that... on your understanding of turtle <laughs> migration patterns with the turtles. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> Did you learn anything more, though, about, like, their mindset or anything when you had your telepathic? I wasn't getting anything off yeah, of it. He wasn't able to make contact with it. I guess, I, I'm going to... Well, I can tell you, based off of the battle and, it, and how it played out, is you believe that it has magical resistance? Like, you can know that your spells weren't working, so it's possible that it also has resistance to that type yeah, of magic. Yeah, but we noticed well. it didn't care for fire all that Yeah, much. fire bad. Ah! But magic as a whole didn't seem to have any more effect than physical attacks, and it was very resistant to them. You guys did, like, close to 300 points of damage, but it had only taken 130. 150, actually, after your last critical hit. So it, it had, like, a pretty high resistance to damage on top of that. So it's hard to hit, hard to damage. So is there anything else that you want to do in particular? No, I'm not. All right. Duran, after you've started setting things up, basically planned out with Valius where the temple will be, based off, you know, where you think the sun will rise and, you know, make it... A nice backdrop, and you get some people that they're gonna put a tent up for you the next day. So it won't be as big the next as the, day. No, tonight. Okay, it won't be as big as the, the nobles' pavilion tent. You don't uh, want to spend but, a night with me. But he's, have, it, he's gonna bejewel this tent. They'll have a, have a have it up, and after a while, once the party because this happened pretty early in the day, they start to unload the ship again, and people actually someone says, "What's this big crate in here?" So they start. Oh, that's. That's my stuff. <laughs> it's dead bodies. If you start any answer with, oh. No, it was more like a. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, I, I, well, people. I've got all my equip, all my equipment, all my stuff. Like, that's. Laboratory stuff. 
that's my that's all my junk. No like so at this point, they've like removed a section of the ship so they don't have to go through it anymore. They can just walk right through a, a hole where the ship's falling apart. And they you see six people carrying out a box that's about the size of this table, maybe even a little bit <laughs> bigger than that. And they're like, "What the fuck's in here? Is this sand? Like it? It's like ridiculously heavy." And you actually see it looks like they're like close to teetering, like they're gonna drop it. Well, you can take that over to my tent. <laughs> and I've got be careful. I know, I've got other boxes of stuff too. But... All right, so they, they they kind of drop it like God drops his knees, and the the corner of it hits, and it actually does crack. And giant sands start to kind of fall out of the. It really is full of sand. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? It's a packaging material. Packing peanuts. Well, have, just open it and let's carry the stuff over. No, no, no. It all has to be together. Well, then you carry it. And he, he leaves it there and goes back in and starts getting other things. So there's a giant slab box on the ground that weighs like... Blaine, will you help me carry this thing you, over to my you tent? You think the two of us are going to be able to carry it? Six of them were carrying it. Oh, I just envisioned you as like just this... Hulking. Oh, you went there. Hulking big guy. Finally, he's not big enough. Do I think we can carry it? He's not mutant big. You could maybe drag it. Like Your strength is what, I'll, not 18, 19, 20, somewhere in there. I'll get one of the horses or the... the I'll, do the, or I'll do the I test. I'll do horse. the deadlift test. I'll get my fingers under it and go, mm, and see right. what it feels like to pick it up. Right. You get it. <laughs> like You get up to like where your knees are. If someone had the other side, it would be really hard to carry, but you think you could probably drag it fairly easily. Because, again, you don't have that big of an area to go to. So you All think right, you let's get take it. it. You think you can get the other side? Yeah. He's I'm a stout dwarven. I can handle. Since he's shorter, actually, more of the weight will be on him anyways, because <laughs> your side will be a little higher. So you're carrying the majority of the weight. But you managed to get it over to the side without dropping it again. But there is a small crack where the, the corner hit. Okay. So there's a little bit of sand that's come leaking out of it. All right, Blaine, what would you like to do? I want to go to uh, Abram and tell him uh, if, since you're, since you're still the, um, the captain of the guard, I think it'd be a good idea if we build some fires along the beach and keep them going throughout the night. That way, if any more tershark to pusses come up, maybe they'll see the fire and... Not want to come also, closer. Also, signal pilers for any other ships that may, may out okay. there. And then I'll walk away from him. And then Are you all right? is Jack, uh, Jack is the guy that I saw that was kind of secretive on the ship first. And then he's also basically like one of us, but for another noble. Correct. And we're there, our understanding of being there with Jason is just for protection and to help. Three of you were connected to his house mm -hmm. through various means, whether direct employment or favors or a sense of debt or loyalty. And in your case, he's actively paying you. You were there as like a personal per protective bodyguard to him, where these guys are more part of his house, like as employees. Like he owns like a corporation and they are employees of his. So that's why you're all there. So you would assume that Jack... Has Jason told said anything to me about what his interest in the trip is? Well, you would know that in the empire that you left, he was a fairly minor noble. He's very popular, very well liked, but just the circumstance of his birth, he's very limited in where he could go. 
So by volunteering, that instantly gave his family a huge amount of credibility and, and sort of recognition. And as well, that over here, he's one of the high lords. So if this empire flourishes, he will be at the top rather than at the bottom. So it's like a family commitment. So Jack went off with his noble. Yes, Jack went off with Maven. But probably by this time, he's already back. He, you kind of notice him back at the party. Are there any kind of private quarters set up yet? Or is it still basically one tent and yeah, everybody yeah, just... Everybody, like, literally, there are no other tent other than the big pavilion. And now they've got a, a, a temple tent set up. Everybody's either sleeping in the ship, like around the ship, or they have little, like, sleeping bag tents set up. Because no one's gone into the forest yet at all. Even the scouts, they're going to wait and start that tomorrow. Okay, then I'm just... I want to walk around the commotion and the party or whatever and just pat people on the back, tell them great job today, all that. And until I find where Maven and um, Gunther. Gunther are. I just want to see where they are. Hopefully I see them before they see me. Okay. All right, so I'll go back over here to Valius. What are you wanting to do, if anything? I'm so building it's the, the temple. So at this point, it's getting like into the evening, so it's probably like 5 or 6 o'clock. They've gotten some, got, they have some fires built up along the edge of the beach, again, to hopefully ward off these creatures or also be signal flares for other ships. Most people are right at the beach. There are some guards that are patrolling along the edges, trying to make sure, and again, now there's been one thing that you have seen in this world that's alive, and it just about killed everybody. Keep that in mind. I'm doing the most important job I can. I'm building a temple. You're building a temple. Okay. So you have sand, sticks, and cloth. Those are your building materials at the moment. I'm making a tent. Gotcha. All right, Jack. I'll recruit other dwarves to help me make the tent. Yeah, so the festivities have died down? Or? Starting to die down. Can I roll a charisma check to see how many people I gather? Yeah. Twelve. Okay. So half the other dwarves, uh, probably pretty devout followers of Morden, pitch in and just start talking. And... You imagine that you would have gotten more, but some of them throw you <coughs> glances at your beard or lack of. Because it, yeah, after five days, you probably do have like a scruff. A scruff. <laughs> but it's definitely not a dwarfish beard. And no one asks you about it, but a dwarf would understand what that means. So either someone shaved you, which would be even more shameful, or you shaved yourself because of something. So, you know, it's it's a touchy subject. You wouldn't mind I won't say anything socially, about it. But, but it makes them worried about who you are and what you did. So they're a little hesitant, but there's about 10 of them that are helping you get things set up. And I live by example. All right, Jack. Yeah. I'll uh, probably just start setting up an area for me to sleep tonight. Okay. Anything else, Tredic? All right. Darren, you've got your slab of stuff over by me. Yep. Right Before I unpack it, though, I want to go talk to Sandra. Okay. So uh, you find her, as you approach Eckerd and her sitting down, not really by themselves, but somewhat secluded, uh, there's like a, you know, like a large maybe piece of driftwood that they set on like a bench close to the fire, the, the Shirtoctopus, and he seems aggravated, and, and he sees you first, and he actually stands up and kind of huffs away as you walk over, like he doesn't want a confrontation. But he, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So she's sitting there on that piece of wood, looking at the fire as you approach. What a day. Did you see, no, um. You're very brave. <laughs> I know. I, I was just going to talk to her about what we brought her into and, and uh, reminding her, like, the trust level that that is and if she's worked on that or thought about that uh, anymore today she's as a, to... You can tell she really gets excited about the sneakiness. Like, she's into that. And, um, oh, yeah. 
she has like a something like almost like a stick, like a little something in her hand, and she's sort of like playing in the sand, just doodling a little bit. And you notice that she actually writes a name, and she's sort of like, you know, like do you, do you see what I'm doing here? Yeah. Raise eyebrows, and then she marks it off with her foot. And the name she wrote out was Aiden, A I D E N. Okay. Wasn't Jack? It was Aiden, and then she kind of tries to do the little, you know, little, she's not very good at it, but she's trying really hard. Um, and you see, sort of an older man, probably in his fifties, gray hair, bit of a hunched, hunched shoulders, and she says he he's another alchemist, and I've seen he has some of the components. It, it very well could have been him, but I'm still digging. Okay, and then uh, I won't talk to her anymore about that. Just casual just casual conversation and enjoying you know, what are you up, doing for sex later she, <laughs> you know, my tent's set up I mean, now I mean, did you know my tent's set up i have a bed but you know she brings up blaine a couple times like she she seems pretty yeah, excited really. about oh you, you like know. big strong orc guys huh yeah, yeah. Uh, already. did you see blaine's big hammer yeah, he's got a big hammer did yeah. you see his rippling muscles Pretty, pretty impressive. What, what, what you all did? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you were, you were right there. Man. But Blaine did, <laughs> Blaine did yeah, so did. much. Yeah. Actually, you I did nothing. There, I know. I know he did. That's why I love how everyone at the beach gave you all the pats on the back, and I'm <laughs> like, like I knocked the tie out. out. You're like, Blaine, Blaine. He, he, it was a whole lot of show and not all. Yeah. All right. So it's starting to get to evening. Things are starting to wind down. The guardsmen have been set up. And they're starting to get to their patrols. And again, they pretty much built fires now all along the perimeter of the big footprint of the beach. So that uh, hopefully trying to keep things at bay. And things kind of calm down. People are starting to go to sleep. And then from deep within the forest, you hear... I want my baby back. If I hear that, I'll... The T Rex? The T Rex? Oh, that's Godzilla. And the, the ground literally starts to. We got, we got a Godzilla? Ground starts to shake and it's like, tremor stop. Tremor stop. And the, the ship that was already parting, starting to fall apart, anyways, because of the tremors, just collapsed in a heap and it's just a big pile well, of wood. Well, that saved a lot of time. And you can hear, it's still far into the distance, but you hear the grumbling and grumbling. And here, 600-foot-tall trees start to fall. Well, that saves, that solves the issue of getting those cut down. And that's where we'll stop for the night. Yeah. Glad you don't like the game, Michael. <laughs> We're all going to die. You can give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.